Yeah, man. So we back at it again. After this intro that you'll see in about 30 seconds, we're going to have a guest on. Jordan Nelson, a.k.a. Jordan Kane, stickers by AB, is going to join us to talk some hurricanes. John, thank you for uh, putting up with this conversation that we're about to have because I know how much you love the Cuban mafia. Yeah, you know how much I love the Canes, right? Yeah, I know. As you as you yeah. look down in indifference to just not be ready for this entire conversation, you did they win this past week? I was week? about to, huh? I'm just saying, huh? Uh, asking for a friend. No, okay. That's that's how we're gonna start this. That's how we're gonna start this. With, <laughs> it's a perfect you, start. You get you get you four, four and six. All of a sudden, you want to brag? You, mu- you know what? I'm not gonna cuss in the first thirty seconds. Let's, let's Please, just kick off not. the intro. On the other side, Jordan King. Yo, what are you doing right now? The big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so, up and drive me there anyway. You, <laughs> Is it major? What's that going on? What's that going on? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right? You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the Match at a Podcast. Jordan, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, absolutely. Obviously, we're talking off camera about the things we're going to talk about today. Uh, yep. Look, man, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the content that you and uh, Ross, a.k.a. Northfresh, put out, right? Uh-huh. I think you guys always have a realistic uh, perspective other than yeah. like the – because the media guys, I, I try not to listen to too much. But you guys always have like a fresh and honest take, man, and and you guys always have a good banter. I was like, man, I gotta have, I gotta have Jordan on the show. We gotta talk some canes, especially yeah. after this uh, Blake James firing. But we'll get into that in a second. So yeah, man. I look, thought you were we, about to say first... after this after this loss of Florida State, but okay, you know. all right, okay. <laughs> this is I apologize for my co-host there. He's a dick. <laughs> no worries. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Uh, so what? Thanks for coming on the show, man. So tell the people about yourself, Jordan. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I've been doing uh, Kane's content. Um, you know, first thing I kind of got into was Fours Up Podcast. I don't know if, yes, you sir. know, um, that was kind of a big thing for a little bit. Um, and then we, we kind of dropped off the map this year, you know, just busy. I know Marsh is, is doing his thing, but love the mm-hmm. guy. But he's, he's, he's been a busy man lately. Um, so then I was doing the Mark Rogers thing with, with North Fresher. I am doing it. Uh, that's been a lot of fun, man. Like it's kind of my first foray into YouTube. It's been cool. And then, yep. uh, just late, recently I became a, a part of stickers by AB. Um, cause you know, the guy who founded it, Adrian, uh, he's a great guy, good friend of mine. And, and, you know, um, they're doing some changes over there. So he brought me aboard to kind of help expand and, you know, we're, we're going to rebrand at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just uh, if you don't mind me talking about that for a sec, I'd love to give it a quick plug. That's yeah, go cool. for it. No, absolutely. Go yeah. ahead, Mitch. Yeah, so, yeah, Stickers by AB, we, we kind of announced it during the Florida State game um, that we're, you know, we're going to change our name to About the Fans. Um, you know, as the year progressed, we got into to new products, you know, we doing a lot of apparel, T-shirts, hats, you know, other stuff like that. And uh, as it evolved... Um, you know, we just realized that it was becoming more than just stickers and it's going to become more than just Miami Hurricanes. Yep. So the rebrand is just going to reflect the direction that we're headed. So it's going to be the same stuff, just, uh, you know, new name, new logo. 
So we're really excited yeah. about it. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. checked out the website. I checked out the website. I mean, I like I like the way you guys are headed. I mean, because college football is such a huge avenue to get into, and yeah. on all that merch you can make and all the content. You know, like it's it's definitely a great idea, and and salute to you and and uh, and your guy over there, stickers by AB to to get that going, man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, dude, it's it's such a yeah, absolutely. Hey, anytime you wanna you wanna if you wanna send us a video, we'll throw it in in the and our pause breaks to to give you guys as much promotion man because look kane's fam is kane's fam right like we're this is we all we all suffer in the same mediocrity for the last 20 years (laughs) that's right like (laughs) it's been a long 20 years it's been a hard 20 bro it's been a it's been a hard 20 but yeah man look on on this show as as you know we we were talking on twitter we talk we like to talk about everything we for a while wanted i would talk off camera like hey man we need to do a kane's pod but it's like, yeah. what are we gonna talk about? Like another yeah. seven and five, six and six, five and seven season, another bet, you know, another we've because we've seen it. Like we're we talked about I'm me and John are both 37, 38 years old. Yep. Your, you know, saying you're 28. So all we know is mediocrity, all we know is struggle, all we know is there's losses, but we we remember the sweetness of 2001 and 2002 and what that felt like, right? Probably the greatest college football team ever. I, yeah, as yes. much as it pains me to say that, it's probably the greatest team I've ever seen. Yeah, first, second, and third yeah. string all are all yeah, basically first yeah. rounders. So yeah, I still I mean, hate Ohio. I, I live in Ohio. I still can't get over Ohio State stealing that championship. But you know, yeah. it's, it's it's don't 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 make us cry in the first couple <laughs> minutes here, Jeff. Because Ron Cherry, <laughs> Look, man, I, I, I still I hate I Ron Cherry. I don't want to derail it too much, you know. But the the I remember the day when I stopped being a Canes fan. Uh, it was 1993. It was that George Teague play down the sideline. I think Gino Toretto was a quarterback. And I can't remember what it was. No, when I stopped. I think it was, yeah, because I've been a Noles fan for, for a while now. And I think it was the Cotton Bowl yeah. or Sugar Bowl. When he chased down that receiver, I can't remember the receiver's name, and just stripped the ball. I mean, he ran him yep, down. Yep, it was probably yep. five to ten yards. You know what I'm talking about, right? I was ten years old. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Jordan, I think you were maybe like a a, a a gleam in your father in your daddy's eye or something. Right, you were, right. You're not quite here yet. I was just a that desire was, at that point. That was such a painful moment. <laughs> As a ten year old, I stayed up late. My dad let me stay up late to watch that game, and yeah. uh, it was demoralizing. And I don't think I've I've been a Kings fan ever since. Although I appreciated, I, you know, enjoyed that team, that 2001 ne- 2002 team. How have I never heard this story of how that's 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 an awesome story that I could just relive the trauma. Just I could have that video of replaying in the background from now on. What made you not become not be stopped? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, look, Jordan. A lot, a lot has happened in the last what seventy two hours, right? Yeah. I wanted I wanted to take my time and because I've I've in the past I've been guilty of like having like the Twitter fingers, right? Like oh man, yeah. like. You know what I mean? Like, and having a snap, a snap judgment on anything that's happened. So I want to take the time for, like, to us, like, have take a step back and think about, like, how important this decision is because of yeah. how it's been in the past, right? Like, we've yeah. for the last twenty years, you've we've only seen bad hires over bad hire, yeah, right. So what what do you think, in your opinion, right, might be different this time? Um. I like how you phrased it. It might be different this time, right? I think yeah, we all yeah. have so much hope, you know? Yes. That's um, all we have, right? That's all yeah. we have. Well, one, Ted one of the things says is that, the hope that kills you. Sorry. <laughs> right. 
like there's so there's a few things that give me optimism right because okay. you know my, kind of my um people know me for being somewhere between negative and realistic right pessimistic yep. and realistic um so i'm definitely not going to sugarcoat it but there are reasons to have hope um one is is you know it came out that the school's president julio frank um has greenlighted the uh I guess the sharing of funds between U health and the athletic program. So for a long time, Donna Shalala, she instituted a policy that was that the athletic program at Miami had to be financially solvent or self-sufficient. That means, so not only football had to support itself, but also had to support the dozens of sports that don't make any money that they're, they're money pits, right? Um, There's a number of them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it was only men's basketball and men's football that even turned a profit. Um, Don't quote me on that. That might not be entirely accurate. But um, so, yeah, now now we're going to be able to share funds with you health. So we're going to have a big influx of cash into the program. Hopefully that changes some things. So that's something I'm uh, optimistic about. Um, Another thing is, is that there's clearly a response to the fan vitriol that's been happening lately. You know, so many people have become jaded, calloused, you know, insert adjective here um, when it comes to the football program because we've seen it over and over again, right? Five hires in a Mm -hmm. row that were either bad hires or just didn't work out. You know, I my opinion on the Mark Mark Rick Rick didn't work out. It was Yeah, it was the right hire at the time. Um, It didn't go well. I don't know if there's blame to go around, but I mean, we got to the Orange Bowl one year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, if this doesn't work out, like they think this is ugly, <laughs> you know, if Julio Frank mm-hmm. is concerned about getting blasted by college game day on national TV. Yeah. Um, Kirk Herbstreit did it. Yeah. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. wait until this hire doesn't work out, right? <laughs> because it's going to be a lot worse. It's just getting worse every time, right? I think the sentiment is that Manny Diaz, like this has been a bigger failure than what Al Golden was. And the problem with that is like, it's just, it's snowballing at this point, right? We're so tired of it. We're so like just being dragged down by this perpetual cycle of mediocre at best um, that I I genuinely think that people are just going to stop caring. You know, like the, the people who take John's attitude towards the team is going to multiply exponentially um i mean honestly if they didn't make changes i'm not sure i'd be like i (laughs) i would have contemplated stopping making content for the hurricanes because how can you do this year after year you know i mean the fours up podcast got burned out because we we actually put out a show um i mean i'm not speaking for anyone but myself you know um i'm not speaking for marsh here but like we put out a show before Alabama, a preview show, and mm-hmm. we just got annihilated. We didn't even show up to play, right? Yep. I didn't expect us to win, but I wanted us to look like we cared. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wanted us to yep. look like a Division One power. Like you belong on the game. same field. Yeah, yeah. Game was over in six minutes, yeah. man. And so yeah. after that, it was just like, what do I have to say about these games? Like, what what is there to say? You know. And and that's kind of mm-hmm. 
if this hire doesn't work out, what will there be to say on, on these type of shows? It's like, we suck, whatever, you know? Yeah. Like people, yeah. people don't do this for the, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Utah State Aggie. That's, that's my alma mater. No one talks about right. Utah State football. Right. You know why? Because they true. suck. They suck every yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know? but look, yeah. and, and so I'm I'm probably not probably I'm I'm more than likely the exception, right? Where I've yeah. I've grown so jaded that even as a Florida State fan, like from all sports, I'll say in general, I'm no longer that part of that passionate fan club. And you know, that's talking about the merge. You know, college football is one of the biggest. You know, they have some of the biggest, uh, like the most passionate fans, right? Whatever for whatever team it is, whether it's yeah. Clemson or UM or Florida mm-hmm. State. Um, and Georgia, year, yeah, put on a few years ago, I kind of, yeah, I just separated myself from that whole thing, whether it was pro yeah. sports, college sports, and I look at it as entertainment. Like I, I want the Canes to do well because I grew up in Miami. Uh, you know, Ben and I have known each other for 25 years. I went to Florida mm-hmm. State. I want the Nose to do well. Yep. Uh, He's but, the reason I went to a Florida State Miami game. Yeah, I got you that ticket. That's right, and we lost. Yeah, 2002. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Ed Reed, and, baby. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, like, I, if, if the team's not doing well, I'll watch them on TV, but mm-hmm. I'm not spending my money to go buy a ticket to watch yeah. Florida State get, you know, annihilated or, or Miami yeah. get destroyed and look like they don't belong uh, with another Division One team. Yeah. And and that's just me. Like, I, I've gotten older, right? I'm, I'm 38. You know, you... you you said, I think it was before the, the show started, you're like, oh, I've had older brothers before, so you called me old, essentially. Uh, <laughs> but I am, but I'm older. So, like, the way that I spend my money now is just like, you know, I love the Canes, but, God, I don't want to go watch them lose by three touchdowns, four touchdowns, that, or yeah, the Seminoles the were, what, four and six now? Cool. Like, yeah. 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 So, I mean, my experience with that is I was born and raised in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm still mm-hmm. out here, you know. I mm-hmm. Like, I still live in Utah. Um I've been a Canes fan all my life, but you know, when, when people talk about like, Hey, are you going to Dallas for the, the LSU travel. game? Or are you going to Atlanta for the Alabama yeah. game? I'm sitting here like punching that into the computer and it's like, it's going to cost me 1500 bucks to yeah. get there, yeah. you know, buy a ticket, yeah. hotel room, lose. you know, two grand for yeah. like a weekend yeah. to watch my favorite team, get their teeth kicked in, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, so I, I get <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. And, and it's kind of like, I can't afford that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't afford to go get disappointed yeah. when right. I know I'm going to get disappointed. Yes. Right. Yeah. I like think if the Canes won, cool. I think, but I, I know yeah. we're not going to. I think every, I think this year, like I told you, I've been out on, I've been out on many Diaz since that yeah. fourth and 18th, against North Carolina in like 2019. I think it was like game three. I was like, oh, this guy ain't it. Right? Like, I knew he wasn't yeah. it before. Then when you look at yeah. the whole perspective of like, oh, he got hired within six hours and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So this was like on, on the back of – because Mark Rick was such a blip in that, you know what I mean, where it's like a two-year thing. Like, you're, it's yeah. really it, – it almost feels like a merge between Al Golden to, to Manny Diaz. Yeah. But now – with Manny Diaz, I, I saw, I read, I heard a story, and I, and I want your take on this, Jordan. Which something that that bothers me, right? Is that I, I watched Kane Sport, right? Kane Sport Live with Gary Furman and yeah. and Matt Shodell. and get they're telling sto- they're telling a story from like last year's recruiting class, yeah. where they're like at a wow. barbecue, right? And Manny that. Diaz isn't talking to the recruits, 
right? Like he he just refused to like he he was like they're at, everybody's at the barbecue, but Manny Diaz is only talking to his assistant coaches, doesn't yeah. even talk to the recruits. I was like, like the shy guy who doesn't want to go up to the girl. Yeah, exactly. Like, why am I hearing about this now? Like, why yeah. do why do we like? I was like, why didn't I know about this the last summer? I was like, oh, then I would have had a better perspective. But it's like they keep yeah. these things quiet because they want that access. I was like, I know Manny Diaz is yeah. a, a terrible recruiter and be the worst development developmental coach of a defense in the yeah. history that I can remember. Like, I can't think of a guy, right? Because everybody that he has freshman year are great. Then they just get worse. And I mean, off a cliff worse. So yeah. so this year, I was just, I'd watched the games. I was like, they're going to barely lose or barely win. It's kind of who they are. And for him to title, like, these huge victories, I was like, bro, like, I understand we haven't been UM. We haven't been the U in 20 years, but you still, yeah. you as a coach, should not be approaching it like, oh, they were good. They were a good team. We know what they were gonna do. When yeah, you hear right. that constant, it was like, why am I gonna watch this if you're struggling against Appalachian State? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why am I gonna give you the time? Yeah, well, I mean, even last year we went eight and three, um, yeah. but struggled against most. Like most of those games were close that we won. Yes. Um, and we actually only beat one team with a winning record. So seven of those games. Seven of those wins were against a sub five hundred team. Um, yep. So I mean, if you give context to that eight and three, it's kind of fool's gold, man. Yeah. I mean, struggling yep. to pass the ball against Virginia Tech, you know, it was just it was an ugly Georgia Tech same and, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an ugly season that turned out to be like okay, I guess, <laughs> but it yep. was it was yep. a gold plated turd in my opinion. Yeah, honestly. those wins, those wins were yeah. uh, <laughs> suspect. Yeah, they, yeah, they they are suspect. You're right. We were like king of the losers last year at eight and yeah. three, right? We were best of the we worst. Beat, yeah. We beat a bunch of losing teams, um, mm-hmm. and then this year, you know, just more of the same, no improvement. We brought back 19 starters from an eight and three one. team, and then we yeah. started two and four. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you can't bring back that many starters and then go two and four. Like that's that's fireable. And honestly, he mm-hmm. should have been gone at two and four. Um, yeah, he should have been gone right before the North Carolina State game. But that goes yeah. to Blake James and confidence. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and what you were saying about Kane Sport, I mean, so I, I did a radio show with uh, Derek Coates called uh, um, Kane Gang. It's on Sirius mm-hmm. XM radio. You know, I did okay. that for all of uh, last season. And then, you know, up until about April of this year. And uh, so we got to talk to a lot of recruits, a lot of former players, just people connected. And uh, mm-hmm. we spoke with the – I'm not going to say who it is, but so we spoke with the father of a recruit who was very notable, okay? And okay. this was, you know, uh, off camera, you know, off record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just kind of telling us his experience with with Manny Diaz, the recruiter. And, uh, dude, I was just face-palming the whole time. Couldn't believe like, what you were hearing. Like – the dad of this prized recruit texting Manny and not getting a response. And then Manny's like all about trying to get his kid to go to college there. You know? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, and it's like, dude, it's like, what's the thought process behind that? Just like, there's one thing about like, give Manny all the, like, there's one thing about being unprepared. Right. But just recruit. Like, 
you don't even have to get on a private jet. Like you could just take your car to go see some of the best college football in the country, and yep. you just and you just don't. Yep. And, and just rely on transfer portal guys. Don't develop anybody. It's just been yep. ugh, it's just well, been so much worse than Al Golden. So yeah. much worse. I mean, on the inverse, um, so I, I knew a kid that didn't end up going to Miami. Um, and uh, so they were telling me about he, – so he didn't go to Nebraska either, but I was being told about Scott Frost and the way that he recruits. And, I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's kind of having a bad time up at Nebraska anyways. Yep. Um, but essentially they were speaking highly of him, and they're like, dude, Scott Frost FaceTimes me every day. You know, I get texts every, mm-hmm. you know, six hours asking me how I'm doing. Yeah. And he's like, Frost was in Hawaii with his family and still FaceTime my kid, you know, just to ask him how he's doing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. how's how's your classes going? You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. so our coach can't even respond to a parent. And yet other coaches are on, stepping on away vacation. from their family on vacation <laughs> to FaceTime That's these kids. Takes. Yeah. yeah, that's what big time, like, big time college football coaches need to do. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how we're supposed to compete when that's when that's kind of the gap there. And I, I, I look, we'll we'll get into like in that last segment, last segment of the show, but the the Hokalian effort that is going to take—I don't even know if that's a word—but uh, <laughs> that is going to take for the next coach to mend all those relationships that many just. Nah, we'll figure it out. Eh. You know what I mean? Just kind of shrugged, yeah. shrugged, shouldered along. And it's going to take, because all those coaches, all those recruits, all like all those recruits have friends, yeah. have cousins, have brothers coming up. Yeah. Right? Like we just lost a recruit that had like two younger brothers uh, yeah. that, that we just lost to Alabama. Right? Yeah. Don't want to say any names because, you know, these are still amateur players. So, but yeah. you know, you know who, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I just, it's tough. Well, man. It's tough. The thing that we have in our corner is that the brand carries weight, you know, and yes. and most most of these like kids that uh, we're going after are South Florida kids, right? So mm-hmm. they grew up, you know, a lot of the kids in their neighborhood, a lot of the the people in their neighborhood are Miami fans. You know, it's part of the culture. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a thing, right? They live in Miami yes. or the the surrounding area, um, and we have the history, right? So I actually don't think it's going to be a huge challenge if you can just win. If you win, like the logo still carries weight. The brand carries weight. If you're winning games, kids are going to want to stay home and play for Miami and win big games. But in my opinion, I don't really care how good of a recruiter we have. I think winning needs to be the biggest priority before recruiting. Yes. Okay, because Mm – um, I'm a big Luke Fickle fan, uh, up at Cincinnati. Cincinnati okay. Yeah. So he, I mean, his best recruiting class since he's been at Cincinnati is like 41st. Okay. So he's yep. in the forties or worse every year. Yet last year in a new year six game, I think it was the sugar bowl. He takes Georgia to the last minute. He pushes Georgia to the absolute brink. They're the best yep, team in college football this year. Okay. This year he goes into yeah. South Bend and he kicks Notre Dame in the teeth, beats them on their turf. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about mm-hmm. recruiting classes in the 40s. Okay. You yeah. think Coaching kids is, like yeah. Cincinnati is on people's radar now. And it's not, it's not because of anything yeah. flashy. When he, when he, when he puts you on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine, dude, if, if Miami went, I mean, I think Cincinnati is like 
21 and one in their last two seasons right now or something like that. Could you imagine if the Kings went on a two year? Yeah. If we ripped off a two year, uh, like a two year stretch where we went 20 and and one loss or something like that. Could you imagine carried away? Cincinnati's beating is beating (laughs) teams. It's almost like that eight and three record from Miami last year. Well, for yeah, sure. That's what that's what we use those but, two, Yeah, those but they two, are beating better quality teams. Power, power five winning. conferences. Yeah. 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 Regardless of whether they're playing, Cincinnati's winning and they're winning convincingly. Yeah. So, yes, yeah and and you're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. But my point though is is we would have five star kids lining Absolutely. up to play for us. Oh yeah. Because why not? Now. Yeah, we have it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we went eight and three yeah. and got yeah. two five star kids. So you know, could you imagine what yeah. eleven and one would do for us? No, yeah, I mean, yeah. my my, my concern ACC. is is how long if we go with if Miami goes without winning, how yeah. long can can they rely on that? Well, the logo carries weight. We were we were great in the eighties and nineties, and yeah, not we much had longer. A championship in two thousand one. Yeah. You have to win at some point. You got to win because, like you know, South Florida kids are leaving. He's losing them to the SEC. Miami's losing yeah. them to the SEC and other schools. And Big Ten, Pac twelve. If sometimes. and I and winning does have to come. Before recruiting, but yeah. you're right. If, if Miami gets a 10, 11 win season, I yeah. mean, all that talent that's in South Florida, all yeah. the talent in South Florida, it's incredible. You wouldn't have to leave yeah. state to recruit. Yeah. And I mean, that was the, the case with Miami in years past when they were successful yeah. because of all that hometown talent. Well, you, you get know, that I one quarterback at California, that's it. Yeah. You always got to get them from so, every quarterback I, comes from Cali. <laughs> so I've been saying this to friends <laughs> when I talk to them is that. You know, I said the brand carries weight or, you know, the the brand holds weight, the logo holds weight. I think the brand is running on fumes right now Mm. and it's still Mm -hmm. running and that's good, right? It's still running, but it's running on fumes, you know? So if this hire fails, I I genuinely think this might be our last shot. This is because, because dude, think about you guys were talking about 2001, 2002. I was eight years old and I'm like five years older than the oldest player on the team right now. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if we yeah. go another four years, if we were back in the same spot in four years, dude, I will have children and I've never seen Miami win a new Year's six bowl. You know, yeah, I, I mean, granted yeah. the first game I ever watched was the Rose bowl where we beat Nebraska. Right. Um, or oh, the BCS yeah. championship. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that was the first game that I watched made me become a Miami fan. Um, but my point though, is that, you know, like I will have kids by then, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> and, yeah. and I have never seen Miami be good. Like we've been never, way past never. it, dude. Like yeah. this, this is our last chance. In my opinion, I, I really think that we have to nail this or else people are just going to be like, dude, like, Stop talking. My yeah. dad, my dad knows Miami as a mediocre school. Right. right? Yeah. Think about yeah. how bad that's going to be. Is when recruits' parents are like, "Nah, Miami's mediocre. Always has been. Always has been. Exactly. It's going to get to oh. that point where I've it's never seen them win. No one's going to yeah. know who the U was. Yeah. Except well, I mean, for like a thirty on thirty. Who's who's talking about those uh, those Harvard national championship teams from the fifties? <laughs> exactly. Nobody exactly. cares. Nobody no one cares. cared in the nineties, man. We're, yeah, dude, no. we're like, we're almost 40 years away from that first national championship. Yeah. 38 years yeah. ago was the 1983. 1983. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, my God. All right. Let's let's get into the one of the, uh, 
a decade reason into Miami's mediocrity. Right here. Look, he yeah. was, yeah, I'm putting him right on the screen, bro. Full name, Blake James. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want in case he sees this, it's you, brother. At least, at least the t- uh, previous 10, bunch of other situations, yeah, right. Under sanctions, all that stuff. But look, we got into it a little before we went live. Yeah. Blake James was just fired, and we talked about it. I wanted to wait till like some of the dust settled because this was the most exciting thing to happen to Miami football. Yeah. I don't. I can't tell you the last the last thing. <laughs> right. I guess you know what I mean. I guess when we like were battling with Florida t- two three years ago, you know what I mean. To so, like kind of beat them when I was like into it. Mm-hmm. Then after that, it was kind of downhill. Well, but with Blake James firing, it signifies that like maybe they get it right because yeah. if we go back to that North Carolina State game after Manny Diaz started two and four, if you if Blake James fires Manny Diaz. I think that would have saved Blake James. So I want to thank him for his incompetence and stupidity in that in that decision making. Yeah. Right. Because if he fires Manny Diaz, I really think his sweet talking and fundraising gets him through another season of a Maybe. bad hire. Maybe. What do you, what do you think? Mean, you my, gotta, uh, what, what do you think? You got to remember, he hired Manny in six hours. So mm-hmm. if he fired mm-hmm. Manny, that is an admission of I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It took me six yeah. hours to hire a colossal failure, and thus yes. I'm really bad at my I'm prepared. job. Like if he fired yeah. Manny, that's his admission to the world. I'm really bad at my job. So I'm not sure he would have been safe. I I'm not sure. I don't know how a season like this can happen, um, and anyone survive. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you just yeah. have to you just have to drop the guillotine, man. Yeah, Manny yeah. has got to be gone, right? I mean, look, Blake James, I'll let you guys go on about Blake yeah. James. And I'm glad you brought it up that he hired Manny in six hours because yeah. six that hours. rush yeah. that rush to hire someone. Yeah. Um I'm I'm hearing the yeah. same thing for replacing uh Blake James. Like my yeah, right. rush to replace him and get a new ID. Yeah. No, that's the last thing they should be doing. I don't think we should be in a yeah. rush. Yeah. And look, I, I hear oh. great names out there, right? Like the big one is uh, Alonzo Highsmith is what I hear, right? He's, uh, yeah. I think he's in Seattle right now. But, yeah. uh, and I think we talked about Pat Chun, um, and a lot of names are flying out there. Yeah. What is realistic as far as yeah. someone coming down here and going down to Miami? Uh, like, what is a, a realistic name? Like, those are names that you want to throw out there and like, yeah. you know, hopes and dreams, but what would be a realistic hire? And, like, what's a real time frame? Because I hope Miami. I I, I read. I'm reading articles yeah. that says within the next week or two, hire yeah. a new AD within the next week, which yeah. I think to me is a little a little crazy. Let's pump the brakes just for yeah, a second. Yeah. So I I'm not an insider, you know. Like so so I'm just gonna be regurgitating stuff that I've read as well. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I do have a few friends that are in the know, but I try to distance myself from like I'm not a newsbreaker because I'm yeah. hearing it secondhand at very best. You know, right, right, right. right. Um, gotcha. But yeah, I, I mean, st- stuff I've been reading, it's going to be a week to four weeks. Um, but I think they really want it. Like, I think they really would like it by the end of November because yeah. Manny Diaz on December 2nd, on December 2nd, is a cutoff in Manny Diaz's contract where his buyout is $2 million cheaper. So December mm-hmm. 3rd is probably the day that Manny will get fired. Um, just because it'll save the university two million dollars. Two million dollars. Right. Yeah, you get assistance for and, that money. And, yeah. Yeah, and and so I think, I think you need an 
an athletic director in place by then just so that he can do his due diligence. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I was reading an article today, I believe it was by inside the U David Lake said that it's yep. not a foregone conclusion that Manny even gets mm-hmm. axed. I find that hard to believe. I believe, I, believe I, I believe that David Lake was told that I just, yep. I don't even know how that's a rational thought in somebody's mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whoever I, I heard, told that to him or whoever yeah, has heard, that idea. I heard the same thing from, uh, from Kane sport. Uh, yeah. Gary Furman goes, Oh, if we can't get, you know, if we can't get Mario, keep, keep Manny another year instead of getting yeah. like an interim coach. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Manny needs yeah. to go. Like Manny should have been, they yeah. should have done with to Manny, what they did to Justin points at Virginia tech. Yeah. Hey, Manny's Manny's our Manny's our guy to the end of the season. Then we're gonna, you know, what I mean, usher him out the door. But yeah, that that two yeah. million dollar contract is uh is probably why they haven't done that, right? Because yeah. then they then Manny's lawyers can come in and have you could have an odd golden situation. Yeah, where they're like, oh, you but you told me on the seventeenth or whatever that I was gonna be fired. But yeah. then you're gonna post date it to the to the third. You know, so yeah. that whole thing can come in. So politics and all that yeah. stuff comes into play. And so speaking of Manny and, and millions of dollars, not only was he hired in six hours, we had to pay Temple, uh, you know, the, the school that had hired him as their head coach, we had yep. to pay Temple a $4 million buyout. So yeah. so not only was Blake James, would he be admitting to the world that he is a failure, he'd have to go back to the board and be like, I wasted $4 million of your donations. I wasted yep. it. I just yeah. lit it on fire. Thanks for your money. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know if Blake could have survived regardless. I I was watching uh John, and I'll let you go after this. I was watching Inside the U. It was uh David Lake, uh, Gabby, uh Urudia, and Chris Stock, right? And they said something interesting that I hadn't even thought of of like Blake James's ego was mm-hmm. the reason why he rushed that hire was because yeah. he could keep you know, like Manny would always have to be thankful. Manny would always have to kiss yeah. the ring for the, to giving him that opportunity, right? And, and yeah. didn't get, didn't go after a at that time Mario Cristobal. You know what I mean? Anybody yeah. of of no could have got a could have got a Lane Kiffin because I think yeah. that's the year that Lane Kiffin went to FAU. Who goes to FAU? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's just not a thing that happens, especially somebody the caliber <laughs> of a Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Like those are there's all these coaches. He goes now, nah, but I'd have to deal with egos and and alpha dogs there. I'd have to ha- if I get Manny. I'd keep him under my thumb and like he, yep. he wouldn't he wouldn't say too much because he has to be thankful that I gave him this opportunity. Yeah. And I thought and I, and I, when I heard that I was like, damn, I never thought of that perspective. I never thought of that perspective ever yep. till he said that. <sighs> Crazy, well, bro. I mean there there's a problem with with uh marrying someone ugly so you're not afraid to leave, right? The problem is that you're married <laughs> to someone ugly. <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> It's like, yeah, you don't ever have to worry about them leaving, but that's yeah, who you're yeah. with. Yeah, that's, so, that's who you're stuck with. Yeah, that's so who you got congrats, to Blake. <laughs> I'm not going to tell the Patrice O'Neill joke, so we'll just leave it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, you got to leave the Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, like, it's – I'm hoping he's gone. Yeah. And I think we've kind of covered – and everybody's covered the whole Blake James stuff. Yeah. At, at nauseum. You know what I mean? I'm just – like I said, like, that's when I saw that, I was like – I was more excited about that than any game this season. I like half watched the Miami Florida State game because I knew what was gonna happen. Right as yeah. soon as they started out slow, I was like, they're gonna give you just enough hope, and then they're gonna either kind of win it or just give you a heartbreaking loss. That I think it was yeah. gonna be letting Manny Diaz run off 12 seconds off the clock and then not yeah. knowing that after th- under three seconds you can't spike it. I didn't yeah. think it was gonna be to that level of incompetence. 
Yeah. But I was like, one of those things are going to happen. They just they they find new ways to hurt you. Yeah. Jordan. Mike you know Norvell I mean? knew the rule. He knew the rule. Yeah. Which he was is like frustrating. Two he I put mean, it up. I'm not going to pretend yeah. that I knew the rule, right? Mm-hmm. No I'm idea. also not. I had no idea. I'm not, not paid our job. four million dollars to know, right? right. Mike yeah. Norvell knew. Yeah. So I mean, that's to me, that's the canary in the coal mine. It's like, hey, okay, if Mike Norvell knew, Manny should have known. <laughs> um, so John, you asked about realistic candidates for AD. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't answer it. Um, so one name that has been talked about by, you know, uh, reporters is Tom Urich. I think mm-hmm. that's Louisville. how it's pronounced. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Former Louisville guy. Um, so he, I mean, he's the one that hired Rick Pitino. He hired, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he hired Charlie Strong there. He hired, uh, who was the guy that like was with the prostitute and crashed his motorcycle or something? Uh, Bobby Petrino. Bobby yeah. Petrino. Yeah. Um, Good old yeah. Bobby. So, so I mean, the guy knows the stuff. Um, yeah. He's a candidate that I would really enjoy seeing us give uh, an offer to. You know, if hmm. we ended up with him, I think that would be great. Um, so one thing that was talked about, the Orange Bull boys have talked about it. It's been discussed kind of at length is coming up with an innovative position for Alonzo Highsmith, making him like a director of football. Type like of football operations? Okay. Yeah, kind of um, reminiscent of a general manager role from an NFL team. Mm-hmm. I right. I actually love that idea. Um, I would want the athletic director in place before that happens, though. Yes. but Because they got to have a conversation. Because they got to have yeah. a conversation. They got to get along. Yeah. Correct. But college football is evolving very fast with these NIL deals, mm-hmm. transfer portal. It's only three years old. So, like, it's becoming essentially a professional sport. It's like an auxiliary. Which is what it's always been, but now it's more in the open. Right. Yes. And so I think the idea of becoming innovative in the way that we run our football operations is actually really cool. And I, I think we should very strongly consider it. Um, you know, with the transfer portal, it essentially allows young players to be like free agents, right? And yep. uh, I mean, that's Alonzo Highsmith's NFL background. He's right. a player personnel executive. Um, that's you know, in interviews, he said that he spends all week on college campuses scouting players. That's mm-hmm. what he does, you know. So the idea of um, maximizing the potential of the transfer portal. Uh, it could be really cool to have like a, a general manager type guy. And I, and I think Alonzo would be perfect for that type of role. Um, so I'm actually hoping that we can make that work. You know, obviously there'd be a lot of, um, you know, you, you want the AD to approve that, right? You don't want right. to hire Alonzo before you hire an athletic director. No, you can't do that. that that's a shit show yeah. waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I agree. And so, you know, and then kind of talk on the street is that Gino Toretta and Alonzo as like a as like a couple, you know, mm-hmm. like a package like, deal. Yeah. You know, Gino, yeah, I I feel you. You know, I'm yeah. I'm very skeptical of that. Gino has a finance no background, manages no a company worth forty one billion dollars, yeah. um, but no athletic director experience. I already um, went through that. Yeah. Yeah. So I get yeah. you. Um, but yeah. Those are that's kind of the situation we're dealing with. I, in my mind, Tom Urich and Alonzo Highsmith would be ideal. I'm actually Tom okay Urich. with it. Is, is that is that I think I heard it on the level third show? Is he the one who's he's like 65 years old? Yeah, 
Then they're like, what's the long-term plan with someone who's 65? Not <laughs> not, die. Don't die. <laughs> yeah, don't die. <laughs> yeah, I love don't that. Die, yeah. yeah, from uh, Big Daddy. Have you guys seen Big Daddy? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. He's got a 10-year plan. <laughs> what is it? Don't die? Don't die. But truth yeah. be told, 65 is, is not old. I mean, we had some... We have some head yeah. coaches who are into their seventies, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, sixty-five. He I mean, comes in. Is a young... He would have right. He would. He would have some. Yeah, but he, you know, as long as my as long as Miami doesn't do what Miami does, or at least has well, been doing seen. over the yeah. last, you know, decade, twenty okay. years now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, they just don't need to rush it, man. It, it's yeah. that's that's the thing. I hear a lot of let's rush it. Even though that's the last thing they should be doing, they, and I think they, they, they're looking right. for a Miami guy, and I don't know, like that. That when are they going to break that trend? Like, yeah, we need a Miami guy. Yeah. We need that Miami connection. Look, you bring the right person in, yeah. they become a Miami guy. Like, you become part of the culture. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, like, very easily. Let, let me give this caveat, okay? Like, I'm not from South Florida, okay? So mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to pretend like I understand it, right? I, I know that I'm from Utah. We have a very distinct culture here in utah mm, you know it is course. very unlike everywhere else so you know perhaps south florida is the same way okay i'll give it the benefit of the doubt right however i honestly feel like the idea that everyone has to have a miami connection is kind of stupid i i agree no, completely agree with you like why you know because I, I like i said i'm a big luke fickle fan and everyone says no he's like he doesn't understand miami and it's like but he understands, he understands winning football, football games, though. <laughs> you know, like what he does understand yeah. is, is winning yeah. football games. He understands yeah. that and recruiting and yeah. and and, and developing coaches. Yeah, developing, yeah, right. developing these you, kids. You know how? Well, you know, I'm, I like Tom Herman too, and people are like, oh, "Well, whatever." He doesn't know Miami. You know, whatever. He you know got fired at Texas. So I was like, okay, first of all. He beat Kirby Smart and Georgia yes. in a New yep. Year's Six Bowl. Okay. Yep. Yep. And when he was at Houston, he beat Jimbo Fisher in Florida State mm-hmm. in a New Year's yep. Six Bowl. He recruited mm-hmm. a five star recruit to Houston. The only yeah, time a five star recruit has signed with a group of five program, Tom Herman was yeah. the coach. Okay. Exactly. And-, and he beat Lincoln Riley twice. You know, like mm-hmm. think about that. He's beaten three of like the six best uh, college coaches. Don't yeah. And he got fired because he wasn't Mac Brown, and he wasn't going eleven yeah. and one or twelve Dude, and he one. He went seven and three, and he got like, fired. You you have a big faction of Miami fans like coronating Manny Diaz after eight and three. Okay, yeah. yet they're like, you know, oh Tom Herman got fired. It's like, dude, he he got fired for the same season yeah. that you guys yeah. are blowing your load all over Manny Diaz for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what's you know what's funny, Jordan? Like when people go, oh, we need a Miami guy. Was yeah. like we we have a Miami guy. How'd that work out? Yeah, yeah. We have a guy who grew up in Miami his whole life. That was a that was in politics, embedded into every part of Miami that yeah. every fiber of Miami that could be Miami. How'd Didn't Randy work out Shannon well. go? You know exactly. How'd Randy Shannon go? Yeah. How'd Larry Coker work out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was here with Butch Davis. Well, that, he inherited that those didn't, players too. So yeah, yeah I, that I don't didn't, think. Sorry. No, that glitter didn't touch over to uh to you know with hanging out with Bush. Like I'm I'm yeah. I'm all set on Miami guys. That's why like when you were saying oh Jenna Toretta and Alonzo Highsmith, I was like, no yeah. man, that's too much. Like Alonzo Highsmith, yeah. cool, because he has but like a venture capitalist, whatever it is exactly that that uh that Gino Toretta does, kudos to him, 41 billion dollar company. Yeah. Shout out to that. But yeah. no, zero experience. I I need I'm good with a 65 year old veteran 
that's yeah. run multiple athletic departments, knows yeah. what they're doing, clears house, and then yeah. brings in somebody to, to help him out. Yeah. That just makes all the sense in the world to me. Whoever also, that is, Tom Jurich, yeah. uh, uh, the guy from Clemson, yeah. an assistant AD, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's older, that has tons of experience, that major programs. Yeah. I'm all set on Miami, guys, bro. I just want to win. Like, For I sure. don't care if he speaks my language. I don't care if he looks like me. I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. Yeah. I want tell the truth? wins, bro. I agree with the Gino Toretta and uh, Alonso Highsmith pairing. So uh, only, no, you're no, no. No, look, be, it has to be that way. As as in, that, you know, sort of that Gino as the AD and, and Alonso Highsmith as that special sort of general manager role because he can run the football program. Gino can be the AD. He knows finance. He knows about, you know, running successful fundraising. companies. Yeah, fundraising. Exactly. And then... Alonso Highsmith can take care of everything that's player personnel, football related. I mean, yeah. that could work if, if that's what you want to do, but it can't just be Gino and then let yeah. Gino oversee yeah. no, I get you. the entire, and, pro- all the programs. And like Gino, Gino's different than other guys in Miami Hurricanes history because, like, say he needs to raise some funds. Could you imagine seeing Gino on a TV commercial asking you to donate to Miami? He's holding his Heisman and has a championship right. ring on his finger. And he's like, hey, yeah, yeah, football yeah, team no. needs some money. We need your help. You know? Yeah, like, okay, no. yeah. I, I, guess the Heisman, <laughs> you know? I guess I'm just – I'm so jaded by this Miami guy yeah. thing that, like, it's hard to – it's hard to look at it through, like, a, a whole full set of eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and- hopefully like, – it's well, hard, think, dude. It's, yeah, it's I, so I think difficult. the criticism is valid, right? I'm I'm someone who's very on the fence with that idea. Like, I wouldn't be upset if it happened, um, but it's also not something that's going to make me like fist pumped. You know, right. I'm I'm just going to yeah. be like, oh, I hope that works. You know, but I'm open minded yeah. yeah. towards it. There's right. also a guy named Brian White who's at Florida Atlantic, um, mm-hmm. and he's dude like his family. So his his dad is I think. What's his name? Mike White, athletic director wow. at Duke okay. for the last yeah. 15 years. And was and it Ryan White, right? before that? And Ryan White's at Tennessee or something? Uh, that's Danny White, his brother. Danny White. At Tennessee yeah, yeah. as the athletic yeah. director. Yeah. And his um, – no, I think Mike is one of his brothers. I can't remember his dad's name. But so then Mike White, his other brother, is the head basketball coach at University of Florida. And then his sister is is the assistant AD at at SMU. So oh my God, it's like a family business. Okay, exactly. Wow, that's, that, that's intriguing to me, right? He's a younger dude. Um, mm-hmm. He hired Willie Taggart to FAU. Um, you know, so I don't know. Like that's another name where I'd be like, okay, you know, I'm I'm open to this. What, now, if we if we if we stay on the Alonzo Highsmith to football general manager, yeah. right? How yeah. I don't know how well that would work with a younger guy, right? Yeah. Like, just thinking about. I, I mean, I don't know. Look, I just, yeah. I just want to win, right? Like, we're yeah. all on that. You and I are both on that page, and for sure, it, it might work. But you have, like you said, we said out at the beginning of this, you have to hire the AD first, have him meet Alonzo Heisman, because I'm all in on that. Like, I'm not even disputing that. Have some, look, fo- if football wins, the whole University of Miami wins, right? Yeah. It's why the logo, the brand is on literally. It's on hospitals. It's on yeah. doctors' uniforms. It's everywhere. It's not University right. of Miami. It's just the U. That's <laughs> it. It's all that's on there. Right. Green I don't, I don't think yeah, nobody would care about the University of Miami if it was mostly known for its uh, marine biology program. Right. It's a law program. No. Right. No, no, none of it. It's, it's marine of it. biology program is not It's not making it a household name. 
No, it's not kicking out here in these streets. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not making it all the way to Utah. Like, hey man, yeah, you exactly. know what marine biology? Marine biology <laughs> exactly. at, like at that was one of my points, man. It's like, do you think I would have ever heard of a small private university in Southern Florida that specializes in healthcare and marine biology <laughs> if it weren't for football? You know, the football no, program. For the U. That's right. Yeah, it's the U, man. That's it. It's yeah. the one and only. It's the U. And and you nailed it. Their doctors have the football logo on their jacket. That says yeah. all you need to know. That's it. That's all it. you need to know right there. It's the logo, man. It's the brand. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. All right. Now, we talked about ADs, right? Yeah. Now, this is we're we're going to have this conversation in the in the lane of Manny Diaz is fired. Yeah. Right? Manny Diaz is terminated. He has his $2 million less December 3rd. Thank you very much. You could cry on the way up. Don't really, you know what I mean? Saludos, gracias, gracias por todo. You know what I mean? Take care of yourself. I don't know if I don't know if Manny would understand that though. I I heard he doesn't speak Spanish. He doesn't speak Spanish. No, he yeah. doesn't. Get out of here with He's, that. Are you serious? No, he really doesn't. I'm dead ass serious. Uh, on this podcast, so John and I are both Hispanic, right? We call that arrepentidos, right? Yeah. That's that's the person who is ashamed, upset, ashamed of who they are, right? It's just like not embracing the full culture of you. Yeah. yeah. No, he doesn't speak Spanish, but you know what? Kind of makes sense why uh, Paul from Scoop on the U called him so many names in Spanish the other day. So, salute <laughs> to him. All right. So, Jordan, yeah, dream. Look, give me two scenarios, right? Okay. Give me your dream scenario. Yeah. Of coaches and this, and you could go as far down if you want to, like assistance. Yeah. Because you you really into this, like you know recruits and yeah. people how people talking about stuff. And give me your realistic scenario, and then okay. I'll give there's, there's gonna be a third caveat that I'm literally just adding here because it's, it's a little the, the Miami scenario yeah. doing the same over yeah the Miami scenario yeah yep. perfect thank you Johnny you, you know what that's why we host this show together man thank you exactly what I was about to say all right yeah. Jay what you got man okay so sorry what what did you say the the third scenario you wanted me to give is is the the Miami scenario Miami doing the same old. What? what who okay, who the would the old, coach be? If Miami doing the same old, same old. Oh, who would they have? Okay, okay, I got you. I got. It's a hard one. I know. Answer okay, that one so last. The, the yeah. dream scenario. I actually think so. He, here's the deal. Like, if we're willing to open up the checkbook, people are writing mm-hmm. that six million dollars. You know, in that ballpark, that gets you a lot of people. Granted, yeah. the news cycle today might hurt that. Okay, because Mel Tucker just signed. What was it? Ten years, ninety-five million, ninety-six yep. million. $96 so million. that hurts, right? That yep. hurts when your budget is six million. Um, mm-hmm. There's a rumor mm-hmm. that LSU offered eight years, ninety-five million to Lincoln Riley. So that hurts. Yes. Okay. Mm. So that's uh, that's going to make it harder to get a guy like Mario or Lane mm-hmm. Kiffin. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. I don't think those two names are out of reach. Um, and you know, like to me, they're they're in the top tier. Okay, my top tier of guys that that you absolutely have to get an interview, that you have to, you know, try to hire is Luke Fickle, Mario Cristobal, Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we get any one of those three, home run, grand slam. Yes, sir. Um, beyond that, um, and, oh, and and I think I think. At least Mario and Lane are somewhat realistic. I don't know about Luke. He spent his whole career in Ohio. Who knows, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I think he could get the Ohio State job immediately. It's hard to leave this place. Yeah, if, if, if that opened up, 
if the Ohio State job opened up, um, you know, say Ryan Day went to the NFL or whatever, like that's Fickle's job, right? Right. Um, for sure, 100%. So I think that's realistic. However, for the realistic one, um, the name that I've been pushing really hard because I know Miami, I know that we'll probably strike out on all the names we actually want. That's why I've been mm-hmm. pushing Tom Herman so hard. Right. I've been trying to generate some buzz because I'm like, look, if Mario says no, if Lane says no, Luke Fickle doesn't even answer his phone, um, then where are you? Right. Mark Stoops is yeah. like, no, I'm good in Kentucky because yeah. I already get yeah. paid six million and I have no expectations. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> so, it's true. You're not going to win yeah. that Kentucky. You, you'll be there. Yeah. You'll be, yeah, you'll get a solid eight and four is a, a national championship at Kentucky. Yeah, and dude, he makes yeah. six million already. They're basketball so, yeah. of course. Why, why would he come down here? He has no pressure up there. It does. I mean, zero. And I, I don't know the guy, so it's not like I'm trying to speak for him. But I'm just saying, like from the surface, not a whole lot of reasons for him to come down, right? Mm-hmm. True. Um. So at that point, you know, a guy like Tom Herman, who's out of college football right now, that's when he would make a lot of sense, in my opinion, right? He was considered the hottest name in the world. You know, he he LSU yes, he was. was giving him offers. He went to Texas. Um, I mean, we already talked about he beat Lincoln Riley twice. He's beat Jimbo Fisher. He's beat Kirby Smart. Whereas young guy Manny too, Diaz, right? Yeah, he's younger than Manny Diaz is. He's yeah, forty six yeah. years old. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. But he's not being talked about, right? When people are writing their columns, his name isn't in there. So that makes me believe probably not interested. The name that is realistic that is in there is Billy Napier at Louisiana Lafayette. Um, And he's from, you know, he spent time at Clemson, at Alabama. Um, Honestly, like, it really wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being the guy just because you know, he's going to jump at the Miami job if he gets the offer. And yeah. I'm worried that we're going to strike out on everyone else. Um, I don't think he'd be in the, I mean, maybe that's the Miami category. Yeah, that's maybe. Miami category. hundred okay. percent. Yeah. Okay. But I still think, I still think that would be considered like we picked a good option of what was available. If that makes sense. Is is Dave Aranda even a possibility? Yeah. Is he? I, yeah. I don't know what his contract situation is. Um, I mean, maybe he is. So, uh, what's what's the guy at um, Miami Herald? Barry. So Barry, Barry Jackson. Put, yep. In yep. in one of Barry's most recent article at the end, he said, "I spoke now. Now listen to the way it was worded carefully. <laughs> I spoke with an NFL player executive, player personnel executive. Ah, uh, okay." Okay, uh-huh, about uh-huh. the the names that he would go after if he was athletic director. Okay, we know who that is. Gotcha. Yeah, and yeah. and he said the names were Lane Kiffin, Mario Cristobal, um, Dave Aranda, mm-hmm. uh, Luke Fickle, and mm-hmm. um, the guy that I just named, Billy Napier. Okay, so I think Dave Aranda will definitely get a call, but the problem is, is that. He's from Southern California and USC. The rumor is that USC is going to drop a bag on him. And also, um, you know, he was the highest paid coordinator in the country at LSU for like five years. LSU, they're also going to drop a bag on him. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the problem with Miami, right? They, I, that's, that's, 
like you said, they're running on fumes. Yeah. You know, at some point you got to realize, okay, Miami is just Miami. Not everyone wants to come here just because it's the U and it's Miami sure. and it's great weather. 350 yeah. out of the 365, you know, days of the year. Yep. But you know, um, stuff can my, happen though, right? Like it could, it's plausible. I know USC also likes Luke Fickle. So let's just hypothetically say USC gets Fickle. LSU, which is possible. Gets, yep, yep. yep. LSU allegedly made this offer to Lincoln Riley. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say they get him. Now, what's Dave Aranda's options? Stay at Baylor or you're looking at Miami or Washington? You know, yep. maybe Florida opens up, maybe Auburn opens up. Um, yeah. Would, so, yeah plausible right it's plausible that in that scenario maybe we do get dave aranda but i don't know in in that scenario i like i like the chances of getting a dave aranda because like as as a business right like let's say you go to miami let's say you choose miami and you you win at miami you have to avoid you avoid all sec teams yeah and you only have to play maybe one in the college football playoff right this is this is projecting like where everything goes right and and in this scenario like that if you go to Florida, you have to play. You're gonna have to play Georgia every year, yep. and you're gonna have to, then then every two or three years you're gonna have to play Alabama. Yeah, because like, Alabama isn't gonna slow down any for the foreseeable future. Yeah, like you win national championships, nobody's gonna go. Oh, but you did it from the ACC. Nobody does yep. that for Clemson. You know. Yep. So the Dave Aranda is interesting to me, especially in that scenario where the USC gets Luke Fickle. Yep. and all that stuff. I I I, I want to add in another name. I don't. I haven't. I have. I saw it from your uh, your thumbnail when yep. you were talking with Ross. I, yep. I I don't I don't mind the day the Bill O'Brien hire, man. Yeah. I don't like. There's something. He's look. He's the jerk. He's a. Yeah. He, and 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 that's when Miami's great. When we're just like, yeah, man, we're gonna run out of the <laughs> yeah. tunnel doing finger guns, and this is. Yeah. What what did what did Bill O'Brien do? I mean, I, I get uh, that he was like at, at Penn State for a year when they were going through yeah. a horrible transition. Yeah, and, and, what did he do? He at, what, what did he do in the Texans? Well, I mean, I he mean, made the playoffs like two or three times on the Texans. And, yeah, exactly. Calm down there. Calm down there, Johnny boy. All right. <laughs> no, and, I get and you. Now he's, Bill, and he's learning Bill, under Bill. Nick Saban, right? Like that. Yeah. That is also a factor. You know what I mean? Two well, former and, NFL coaches went to be yeah. assistants under him, and and he did his uh, understudying in the NFL under uh, Bill Belichick. He sure did. So yes. Tom Brady, yeah. offensive coordinator, right? Yeah. So Bill O'Brien is a name where it's like. I'm totally agnostic, maybe on it. Like I have no negative feelings about it. Because he's like I a vanilla no person, right? He's not. Yeah, he, he's not somebody that gets you excited for that hire. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, he did all. Like you look at the resume, like yeah, I'll hire him, but I'm not gonna be excited about this employee. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, I guess he would be. I guess he's so what is the Miami oh, hire? Like yeah. in that. No, like I guess we put him in like the Miami category or like Dude. right above it. No, I I, don't know. I think the most Miami hire that is like out there is like Jamie Chadwell, um, who's like the Coastal Carolina guy. I I keep hearing yeah. that name come up. Don't and I don't want that at all. Like like no disrespect to that guy because Coastal Carolina's had a fun little run and stuff, but it's like they didn't beat anybody. You know no. they got I can't remember who they played in their bowl game, but they got punched in the mouth, man. Like they I don't want a mid major. You know, I don't, look, I yeah. don't want. Like, don't want him in major coaching. Miami man. move, you know. That's the Miami yeah, that's, move. That's one hundred percent the Miami move. Yeah, I mean, wait. So, what is this infatuation with Cristobal? What is this infatuation with Mario? Is because he's a great recruiter? Yeah, I mean, that's. So I'm probably lower on Mario than most people, honestly. Granted, well, I everybody's still have Mario or die. Tier. Yeah, they I, are. I still have him everybody's in my top Mario tier. or die. I still have him in my top tier, but I think I'm lower on him than most people. 
Um, you know, people say he's he's Cuban. Um, he speaks Spanish, yeah. <laughs> right? Mafia. Um, and, uh, you know, he went to Columbus High School. He played for Miami. He's coached at Miami. Um, and, you know, then they're saying that, you know, he's going to win the Pac-12 for the third year in a row. He won the Rose Bowl there, lost in the mm-hmm. Fiesta Bowl last year. He might make the playoff this year. Um, I think, like, I get it, right? My worry with Mario is that, his teams always lose dumb games still. Yeah. You know? Um, so I don't know. I, I would, I would consider getting Mario, um, a great thing. I would consider it a great hire, but I don't necessarily think he's the be all end all of this coaching search. So do you think Lane, you put Lane as your number one then? Like as your number, like if you, not saying like you're, you're hiring, like who's your number one target? Who's like your guy that like holy? Sh- we just got fill in the blank. Well, I don't know if I have a number one. I I'm I'd play it. I'd play it like I was dating, man. Like like I'm going hard <laughs> after three people, and then if I get any yeah, of them, yeah. you're gonna swipe right on all three of them. <laughs> That's right. I'm, shoot I'm gonna or make, shoot, baby. I'm gonna shoot make or all shoot. three. I'm, I'm gonna make all three of those guys feel like they're my number one. I'm gonna be like yeah, Mario. Yeah. We just can't live without you. You know, Lane Kiffin, we definitely can't live without you. And Luke Fickle, like, you know, how have we missed you? You know? So <laughs> Yeah. So you put um, Dave Aranda like so if not putting those top you put like you would put like a Dave Aranda in your fourth spot. You put probably, him like, Oh, guess hey hey, Dave Aranda's in the club. Oh hey, what's going on, Dave? Yeah. Like, yeah, and my my worry yeah. about him is just like his first year. He's only been a head coach for two years. First year at Baylor yeah. was like two and seven or something. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah. you know they just like lost a head coach. You know yeah. he fired Larry Fedora, who that dude is a psycho. Um, yeah. You know, so he had Larry Fedora on the staff. That didn't work out. They fired him. Uh, you know, he he uh, went and stole the offensive coordinator from BYU, and then. Uh, you know, now they're killing it. So um, I'm open-minded to it, but uh, like there's, there's some question marks there in my opinion. Yeah. My, my look, I, I'm with you on the whole Mario thing. Yeah. Um, and what, it, I don't even know if we said it when we, when we hit the record button or we said it before, like yeah. with the Mario thing, like I have that thing where like, Oh, I, I already dated a girl like you. You know what I mean? Like I already yeah. dated a, a Miami connection guy, a Cuban, yeah. a Cuban coach, and all the all these connections. Like I had Manny Diaz was like, yes, he's more proven, had a longer career, worked uh-huh. under better people, was already previously head coach before Oregon at FIU, which which yeah. much less uh talent and yeah. and any kind of situation to win. He also played lesser but, teams, though. Yeah. yeah, played lesser teams. So you play lesser teams, lesser competition. So yeah, Mario. Look, I don't, I don't know who my number one is, yeah. but I don't want to see fill in the blank mid major coach. Yeah, like I, I, agree. I saw that, I saw that with with Al Golden. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to have. Uh, oh, we'll see. We'll hit, let him figure it out on the job. Did that yeah. with Randy Shannon and Manny Diaz. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like I need, I need yeah. a proven guy. Like I need, yeah. I need some proof. I need, I need a girl who's worth it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I need, some, like if I'm gonna make this commitment, I need somebody who's worth it. Yeah, and and you know some people like to lump Luke Fickle into that, right? Because Cincinnati's a Group yep. of Five school, but right. it's like this dude coached under Jim Tressel at Ohio State, mm-hmm. okay, and then he coached under Urban Meyer at Ohio State. Yep, 
and you know was even the head coach of ohio state for a year i mean they went six and seven but he was 38 you know (laughs) he was like he was super overmatched and they knew it and you know it wasn't his time right and Mm -hmm. uh you know but now like i mean we already talked about it going toe-to-toe with georgia last year beating notre dame in their house like al golden didn't do that stuff at temple you know what i mean that's different right i don't i don't even know I didn't know Al Golden was the head coach at Temple until we hired him. And they were yeah. like, oh, he was the head coach oh, yeah. at Temple. Exactly. And, and I didn't Fickle... know Temple had a football team. I didn't yep. know Temple had a football team, Jay. Like, I didn't <laughs> know that was a thing. Like, Yeah. So, I mean, Fickle, in my opinion, is approaching the territory of, like, what Chris Peterson did at Boise State. Like, Ooh, sustained like success, proving mm-hmm. that, like, I'm going to hang with the big dogs mm-hmm. no matter what type of talent you give me. You know, no matter what type of schedule you give me, I'll kill all those dudes and then in a New Year's Six Bowl, watch your back. You know, I'm yeah. coming for you. Or yeah. Gary Patterson did that at, at TCU. At TCU, yep. And then, yes, sir. you know, Patterson stayed at TCU and and still had some of that success in the Big 12, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, TCU got to New Year's Six Bowl, I think, at least once while they were in the Big 12. Um, yeah, which is impressive with, with the teams they're fighting against. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was ranked uh, in the top two for at least a, a hot minute in the college football playoff rankings. So, like, that's mm-hmm. how recent his success at TCU is. And then, you know, Chris Peterson went on to Washington, actually made the playoff one year. Um, yep. So I think that's kind of the class that fickles in. I don't think he's some, like, one-year And he's not too wonder. expensive? No, I don't think he's a one-year wonder. Yeah. That's so. the price. The price tag, like what I what I saw with uh, Crystal Ball, right? Like that because that's yeah. everybody's end up be all that'll that'll be enough of a pound of flesh yeah. for the rabid fan base. Because I yeah. mean, we see it; it's insane, yeah. right? I was like, hey man, you got to realize we're working on two years of tw- twenty years of kind of yeah. figuring things out, and you think we're gonna get Crystal Ball, yeah. a, play, a coach, you know, somebody who's gonna get every everything offered to him? Like yeah. his buyout in January drops three million dollars, right? Like how you yeah. said. To many deals, so it goes from nine million to six, which yeah. is a lot easier to afford. And then that 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 buyout, and then you know make the rest of the stuff. Yeah. But I I don't know, man. I just yeah get a new I, look, AD and I'm gonna make yeah. a prediction. Lane Kiffin yeah. goes to Miami. Yeah, why? Dude, well, it's gonna be the most Miami move. Yeah, and Lane Kiffin is known to like hop around. He's he look he's swiping yeah. right on everybody too. He's like, oh, let me try Tennessee, <laughs> USC. Yeah. Let me go to FAU. I like the Blue yeah. Water Oakland FAU. Raiders. Oakland you know? Raiders, that's right. Let me do a little stint <laughs> yeah. at the Raiders. Oh, my God, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. NFL head coach Lane Kiffin. Don't forget. That's right. Yeah, and, now that's he's right. At, and now he's at Ole Miss. And look, but I can't forget that Levitard show uh, episode where he's talking about, like, the dirty lakes and the ponds. Like, he's yeah. reminiscing. Yeah. Like, I, he goes, I still have my house in my in Florida. Yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah. I, I still, still have my house Boca. there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still – I love that blue water. I love the jet skis. Like, he's talking yeah. about, like, he's he's coming to Miami. And, and yeah. look – don't get excited because he's gonna he's gonna leave us he's gonna leave Miami too. I'm not saying us. I'm not part of like Miami. He's gonna leave Miami too. You know, it's don't funny get your hopes up. Don't buy a ring. Don't make plans <laughs> for the wedding because he's gonna leave you at the altar. So John, at least you'll have him for two to three years. The funny thing though is is I was just about to say if you if you really twisted my arm right now about who would make me the most excited, it'd be Lane Kiffin. Yeah, for yeah. real though. Yeah. Like like I I think because of Lane's personality. He is he's that, he's that yeah, he's that Miami guy. Yeah. And, in the yeah. good way though. In the good way. Mm-hmm. And like well, he's I, that I, he's that dime. He's that dime in there. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. 
his tenure at Miami, if it happens, will be very extreme. Yes. I just can't tell you the direction. No idea. No idea. It will be no very idea. extreme. Like, yeah. could there be, you know, could it, like, he could get caught, you know, with cocaine all over his face <laughs> and a bunch of co-eds yes. and, you know, all That's over true. the tabloids. It could be that. It yes, could also it could be, be three national championships. It could it could be that, right? I mean, you yeah. that name in that town with that football history that the U has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to make to, to keep that talent in South Florida and to yeah. draw talent from other states. And yeah. If Lane comes here, it'll be extreme. I just hope it's good. <laughs> yeah. I give you a 100%. It'll be entertaining it'll, either way, I think. It'll be the most great or terrible Miami hire of all time. Because it, yeah. We have no idea how that can go. Yeah, it could <laughs> yeah. be just he could be found selling drugs and being the number one narco in the and just being that guy or like yeah. winning seven national championships, but leaving in five years because his recruiting classes are so crazy. Yeah, yeah, man, dude. Oh, like, look, I, I think in this conversation, I've kind of been sold on Lane being my number one just because I, yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, that would be my number one guy. He's, but he's how do definitely you definitely the I would get the most hyped about Lane. You know, like, but, but that being said, I, I recognize that it could be a catastrophe as well. Like, yeah, you're going to find, you're going to find, you could possibly find Lane Kiffin and Andrew Gillum in a hotel room on South beach in one of those art Deco hotels. I don't know. On Ocean, it, it's possible. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Anything's possible. Yeah, like Mar, like Mario kind of see, kind of would seem that like, I, I'm excited about it. Cause you like, you know, like all the, the, uh, the yeah. connections to the program. But it's like mm-hmm. okay, you know what I mean? Like I don't. I guess I'm gonna have to watch some Oregon games to like know why yeah. he's winning. You know what I mean? Kind of see get that get that energy of like why yeah. he's winning. But like I don't go out of my way to watch Pac-12 games. Well, you know like, it's feel not, like they had yeah. that two in the morning, man. It feel like a reboot, though. You know, like yeah. it's like why are they like when the when the Tom Cruise mummy came out? You'd be like, I'm oh yes, seen this movie, dude. Like right. where's Brendan yeah. Fraser? Yeah, hundred you know? percent. Like that's so much so, better too. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's not a perfect example because no, no, because you know, Brandon Fraser now is what Manny Diaz will be three years from now. <laughs> and you're like, where's De- Brandon Fraser? <laughs> you don't want to know. We don't want to know what yeah. Manny's doing. Yeah. So, but but you get what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's not the most perfect comparison, but I I agree. Hiring Cristobal, it's like you're gonna see the headlines come out. You know, like Mario is is like uh he's an alum, he's a Miami guy. It's yeah, all this he's stuff. Back and it's home. like, dude, he speaks Spanish. It's like yeah, it's that. like okay, I've been through this with the Randy Shannon hire. I went yep. through this with the Mark Richt hire because he played football here. He's from yep. you know uh mm-hmm. Miami. Um, you know, we went through this with the the Manny Diaz hire. So it's yep. like it's just gonna feel like a retread, you know, yep. even though it won't I'm be. Tired. Yeah, it won't because he's he has he's way more way more yeah. proven than those other unproven coaches for sure. Way younger than, than the Mark Richters. Yeah. But it would it would have that that kind of taste in my yep. mouth in that way. That's why that's why Lane Kiffin, you know, not not being a Miami guy has something to say in it too, because those Miami guys have only seen mediocrity too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You bring somebody in who who's like, nah man, I'm not gonna settle for less. Like we're we're gonna win now. We're gonna win and yeah. we're gonna win now. Like yeah. look what he did at Old Miss, look what he's doing at Old Miss. With a with a quarterback that, you know what I mean? With Matt Coral that's balling out of control and putting up sixty points like it's a basketball game. But it's true. That's that's his national championship because he's not beating Alabama. He's not winning yeah. national championships if he stays at Ole Miss. Yep. Yeah. And so so somebody said I think it was Pat Forty said it today. Is that how you say his last name? I think 40. so. I think so. 
Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he, he came out with a story where, um, or maybe he was just a guest, but anyway, a story came out that someone asked Nevin Shapiro <laughs> his opinion oh, for whatever good. reason. Yeah. And yeah, Shapiro said, my guy in the, you know, in the school, his connection is saying Lane is our guy secretly, you know, whatever, oh, whatever God. that means. I, I'm not buying it at all or whatever. No, could be true. It could not be. I don't care what Nevin Shapiro has to say. Never. Um, but anyways, Pat Forty brings up a really good point. And he's saying, if you're Lane, you have to think, what does my season look like if everyone in my division is rolling, right? If I'm in the yeah. SEC West and you got LSU firing on all mm-hmm. cylinders, you got mm-hmm. Texas A&M firing on all cylinders, yep, you got Alabama yep. firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. you know, even Mike Leach at Mississippi State, it's like, where do you fit into the big picture if everyone is playing well? Arkansas, too. Don't forget Arkansas. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, all that Walmart money behind it. Yeah. Um, True. Yeah, so, like, he fits in maybe fourth or fifth. Yeah. You know, probably mm-hmm. behind LSU, Alabama, A&M. You know, not in that order, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, they do it. Yeah. Oh, and then Texas and Oklahoma are coming in, in a year. Yeah. Okay, so what happens when Oklahoma and Texas are in that SEC West with them? Okay. Yeah. And then mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the flip side, if you're in Miami – is he going to be afraid of when Pitt and UNC and NC State and you are know, kind of okay? Yeah. Well, if they're rolling, if they're firing on all cylinders, dude, we're seeing that this year, and we beat Pitt. Yeah. Manny beat Diaz beat Pitt when they're yeah. firing on all cylinders. Yeah. So if they you're got Lane the Kiffin, potential Heisman. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're Lane Kiffin, you should look at that and be like licking your chops a little bit and being like that bum, you know, beat <laughs> <laughs> he beat Pitt. Yeah. And Pitt is having the best season they've had since Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. He's a young yeah. man, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's 30 right. years ago almost now. Yeah. yeah. Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> since, I, since there's no Alex, proof that Larry Fitzgerald's in his 50s. I'm, since I'm, Alex I'm, Smith and Larry Fitzgerald were duking it out in the 2004 Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Um, it's so long ago. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks, Jake. So, You're so yeah. old now. Yeah. yeah. So God. this is the best Pitt season, you know, since around that yeah. time. Like that Lane Kiffin, yeah, man. It makes sense for Lane to to jump ship, man. Like his he has a ceiling at Ole Miss, and I think he's hitting it right now. Yeah, and yeah. It's because you know LSU is having a down year. Texas A and M is having a weird season, right? They're they're good some days, they're horrible some days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but dude, Lane at Miami this year, easy, easy, easy playoff berth. Easily. And I say that because Clemson's down. Clemson's like, down. Like Lane would be playing Wake Forest in the ACC championship game. Winner goes to the yeah. playoff. I know, would be insane. Like, do we really think that Miami with Lane Kiffin this season doesn't go to the playoff with the same talent? With the same talent? With the, the same exact same players. team? Yeah. Do we really yeah. think that Miami doesn't go to the playoffs with Lane Kiffin mm-hmm. this year? No, because they would have only lost to Alabama. Yeah. Right. Like. You put you only you yeah. put that Alabama that Alabama I, loss I mean, for sure. Maybe maybe Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan State. Okay, but yeah. even still, we're in the Orange no, Bowl. No, cool. Yeah, no conference. ACC yeah, championship and, those, and Orange yeah. Bowl. And those are no conference losses. So yeah, so you're saying ten and two. Yeah, one hundred percent. Ten man. and two, dude. If we went if we went ten and two, won the ACC championship, so we're eleven and two now, and you know we win our first conference title, and then we win the Orange Bowl, thirteen and two, twelve and two. Mm-hmm. I skipped. Yeah, two. twelve and two. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, how are we not like naming streets after this guy? 100% every street yeah. in, in Coral Gables. Yeah. John set a set a firestorm with that when he goes. I think it's gonna be Lane Kiffin. We just went yes. We just yes. We passed, <laughs> hey. we passed all over that. Yeah. Hey, well, Jamie. But John, Mario you can be right too. <laughs> a, a Seminole can be can be right as well. I guess. Yeah. I mean, hey, he did but, get but, Blake but, but he could very very, very easily go like one and eleven or whatever. You know. Oh next yeah. Year. Lane it Kiffin. Could be horrible. It could be yeah. really bad. Could be really. Who but says he even be... tries to coach? He might just be down here for the for the scenery. That's right. Yeah, dude. Like, he, I'll, look, Jay. I'm gonna send you. If you haven't seen that interview with him and Dan Levitard, it is okay. the funniest interview you'll ever see in your life with a head coach. Okay. He is so deadpan, dude. It is. Yeah. Hilarious, man. Where, where he's crapping all over Mississippi. It okay. is phenomenal. Jay, man, Jordan, thank you so much for yeah. getting joining us on the show, man. You're always welcome to come back. Always uh, tell the people where they can find you, where they can watch you, and all that stuff, man. Yep. Go ahead. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter, at Jordan Canes, um, at Forza Podcast, at Stickers by AB. Um, and then, you know, you can find me, Mark Rogers TV, Miami Hurricanes postgame show. I do that with uh, North Fresh Kane Ross mm-hmm. every week after the games. So, you guys know where to find me. Just, uh, you know, uh, give us a shout over at Stickers by AB. You know, I'm really excited about what we, what we have going over there. So go follow our Twitter account, everyone. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, man, absolutely. Jay, you got great. anything else for the people? No, man, it was great. I'm going to have to get some gear. On the, I was checking out your website. I was scrolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I'm yeah. Cool. Uh, and you know, it, and you know it's going to be Seminole, Seminole gear, so. For well, sure, you know we love it. Right. We love it. Buy all the Seminole just... gear you can. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We're yeah. out. See ya. Peace.